0: And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub, and he is Les Jackson. We've got a great hour of automotive information, new reveals, new models, new technology. The automotive world is changing, and we're glad you're along with us for, uh, well, to keep up on all the changes, Les. It's It's a moving story. It's a moving target, isn't it?
1: Always is yeah uh, nothing ever stays the same.
0: No, exactly. So we're gonna lead off this hour with a battery breakthrough. GM says a six hundred mile range from a battery electric might be just around the quarter. We'll take a look at their new battery developments. It's getting exciting, Les.
1: It is. and uh, meanwhile, over at Tesla. bump, bump, bum. I don't have the organ. <laughs> oh. Uh, with, you know, is the love affair over? Perhaps with challenges to its full self-driving capability and its new steering wheel that nobody likes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, the shine may be off the apple a little bit over at uh, Tesla, at least as it comes Maybe. Uh, as as it relates to government uh, and regulation, uh, and it has to change. The old way of buying a car from a dealer is changing rapidly at Hyundai and Mitsubishi. We'll tell you about how it's changing, I think, for the better. And one Ford dealer is told to cut it out with its dealer-added markup on the Mach-E. I think they have to put an end mm. to that stuff.
1: Well, <clears throat> we'll see what happens there. Hmm. Uh, and meanwhile over at Volkswagen um, they're ready to enter the $25,000 electric vehicle market yeah good for them.
0: yeah you you almost are not it's getting to the point where cars are forty fifty thousand dollars and that's the normal price so yeah. it's good to see somebody bringing it back down to earth and uh, also we're going to tell you what automotive brand, is the most popular with women and why. And uh, it's it's interesting. It's an old brand.
1: Yes, it is. And you uh, have an at-the-wheel review, don't you?
0: Yeah, I'm going to be reviewing the Ardeon, which is uh, the halo vehicle for Volkswagen. We'll talk about that. The Arteon, uh R-line uh, with four motions. So pretty, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff, Les Jackson. It's all on Cruise Control. That's the show you're listening to. Don't forget to check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com, where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It's all there and more. And uh, we're glad you're along for the ride. Um, The other thing I want to talk about, too, is the fact that some manufacturers are saying, if we go all electric, we have to change all the names of our vehicle. We'll kind of kick that around. Do you Mm. think they have to do that? or not or or do can they continue on with some of the current models well we'll talk about that and more on cruise control when we come back stay tuned
1: cruise control welcome back to cruise control your on-air automotive magazine fred and i are raring to go. We got a lot of electric stuff to talk about. Electrifying. And that's right. Electric vehicles. Uh, GM uh, has announced they have a a battery electric uh, that is capable of 600 mile range. I believe it. What do you think?
0: I believe it. Yes, it's called the uh, Ultium, and uh, it is a small, small battery pack. And the chemistry, it's, uh, they call it the ultium battery chemistry. It's uh, announced as an, a joint development agreement with the lithium battery, metal battery innovator, solid energy systems. Uh, and some of the technology here, GM's lithium battery, metal battery, will have a protected anode, which will feature a combination of affordability, high performance, and energy density. And the prototype of this has already completed 150,000 simulated test miles at research and development labs at GM's Global Tech Center in Warren, Michigan. Uh, They are working with several innovative companies to accelerate this. And the big story, the big takeaway from this was Mark Royce has said that potentially 600-mile range might be just around the corner. You can go pretty far with 600 miles, can't you?
1: You can go from D.C. here to Atlanta.
0: It's pretty amazing. That's Uh, terrific. And I'm sure uh, that these will uh, involve uh, fast charging capability. And uh, the batteries get smaller and smaller. The density gets higher and higher. I think it's moving pretty quickly here. That, uh, you know, it, it seems like the technology is accelerating as more and more cars, car manufacturers switch over to electric vehicles. It's just going to accelerate even further, right?
1: It will, just like uh, cell phone technology did back in the 90s. It, and, and the battery life.
0: Yeah. Now. Um,
1: it happened overnight.
0: I believe they call these pouch batteries. They look like a battery in a pouch. Um, sort of like your cell phone was in the pocket. They are small. They can be fit. They can be stacked. They can be, uh, you know, put where you want the weight. And, uh, yeah, I think it's an exciting time. Don't get me wrong. I love the sound of V8s. And I was even thinking the other day that perhaps one day they will make the car sound like a V8, an electric (laughs) car sound like a V8. I also like the whir of it, though. Don't you? There were of electric cars. I think they sound pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I I think you're right in both
0: cases. Uh, so we're just going to see more and more of these developments. Eventually, there'll be an even bigger development and you'll have something that is so small that will give you a thousand mile range. Or even as uh, I said during the break, there may potentially be a time where you buy an electric car, it is charged and it's good for let's say 100,000 miles, theoretically a car that is charged for life. So it is a sealed drivetrain. Sorry, tuners. <laughs> it is a sealed drivetrain, and uh, it will just run until it doesn't run, and then I guess you either recycle it or you get a new battery pack. Uh, is that too crazy to think that far out in the future? I don't think so. Uh, I, I really th- don't. I, I think I think there's a real potential for this. So uh, let's stay on the, uh, the trend, the uh, on point with uh, some of these electric developments. Over at Tesla, da, 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 I know, over at Tesla, the Model S Plaid, which is their performance model, Model S Plaid Plus, has been delayed. Uh, Elon Musk has upped the price to this vehicle. Uh, it uh, has a 520-mile range in the Plaid Plus option, and it will be priced uh, well up there, 139990 But mm-hmm. if you want the full self-driving package, and we will talk about that a little bit later on, larger wheels and, uh, and the white exterior. Why do you pay more for white paint, Les? I don't get that. White oh white interior, I'm sure. Why do you pay more for yeah. a white interior? I dunno I don't know. Uh with all that included, it will be 167490 hundred and sixty seven thousand four ninety. Hmm. It's it's getting a a bit strange, isn't it?
1: Um It is strange. Um it's that's we're getting into Ferrari territory here.
0: Yeah. So uh weird stuff, but We'll talk about that. That's going to, I'm sure there are people that will buy that. But some of the other Mm -hmm. developments at Tesla, they may want to buy, but they may not be able to buy, including that yoke steering wheel and the full self-driving capability, which turns out is not full self-driving capability. (laughs) (laughs) Can't call it that. We'll talk about that and more when we come back on Cruise Control. Control.
1: and there we are welcome back to cruise control lesson Fred here we were talking about Tesla uh, which is uh, let's just say the shine is off the Apple
0: <laughs> you like that term don't you
1: yeah um, but you know they're, they're they're running into some a little bit of uh, difficulty yeah uh, with the self-driving mode um, which we should talk about. You, you of course, covered it yeah. quite well in well, the last segment.
0: Well, it, it's uh, basically, I think, here, here to boil it down is it was kind of led people to believe it was level five. Level five full self-driving vehicles would basically be like a transporter egg <laughs> that you get in. Mm-hmm. No steering wheel, no controls. It just does its thing. It'd be great for a taxi cab, a shuttle of some kind. You know, you can't control it. There's no need for you to control it. It just basically takes you where you want to go, and that's it. Um, And then Level 2 is what we see in a variety of vehicles now. There's a lot of different levels of Level 2, I think. Uh, It means you have to keep your hands on the wheel, but it will keep it in the lane. It will stop it. Certain cars stop in different ways, different speeds. Some will bring the vehicle to a full stop. Uh, if they have pedestrian safety or something like that, that's level two. We're, that's almost fairly common nowadays, wouldn't you say?
1: That is extremely common, available. Uh,
0: available. I always yeah. like that word. Um, it's available. Yeah.
1: And, But it's not autonomous.
0: No, it's not and autonomous. It's a that's system. That's where we
1: draw the line
0: well tesla was talking about what it calls fsd full self-driving capability and uh it was told uh that the sae international on-road automated vehicle standards committee (laughs) considers level two ability to be the vehicle either handling acceleration and deceleration and steering or both but that full self-driving suggests that the vehicle would s- drive itself, and that is incorrect. Uh, I think they're going to have to change this name. I think they're also going to have to change the name from autopilot too but one mm-hmm. of the other and and uh, remember, they are telling uh, customers that they are going to be charged a thousand dollars for this a uh, ten thousand dollars for this capability, but it may not. It may not be activated if the government gets involved, right?
1: Well, that's right. Uh, you can't sell something uh, that that is either illegal or can't uh, actually do what your advertising claims it'll do
0: yeah. And, and, and it could be dangerous as well if you make people think it can do that, and they try to make it do that, and guess what? It doesn't do that, you know?
1: And they have a history of that.
0: The other thing we should talk about is Tesla's yoke steering wheel. Basically, they cut the top off the wheel, and it's almost like a, a butterfly in what we mm-hmm. call butterfly in a dragster. you got two hands and that works in a dragster because you're not going to be going like this, turning the wheel. You're not hopefully going to be turning the wheel much That's at right. all. It's... If you do that in a dragster, you'll be upside down. You know, the steering <laughs> rack is, is so, so uh, quick, you know. So um, they have come up with this. They showed this. And uh, a lot of people have said, uh, is that legal? Uh, and one, com- one country, I believe it was, was it Finland or the, the Netherlands? The said Netherlands. It was, said it was. How bizarre is that? They said that was legal. Um, but there's a lot of thought that it would not be legal in the U.S. Um, and it would not meet the federal motor vehicle safety standards. They cannot determine if it meets it or not. Do you think it's legal? I don't know.
1: No, it's not legal by U.S. standards. And even if it was legal, it shouldn't be legal just because it's ugly. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just ugly.
0: Yeah. I, I, I just don't see the need to change it either. I mean, just to change it for the, you know, to make it different, just to say, hey, we want to be different. You know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't mean... So, that's that's what's going on at Tesla. Uh, they have one model delayed that's getting even more expensive. They have the yoke wheel, not sure if it's legal or not, and the full self-driving is not level 5. It really is level 2, which makes it similar to many <laughs> systems already out there.
1: But you... Get to pay $10,000 for it.
0: (laughs) Where it comes on many vehicles uh, for a lot less money. Mm -hmm. So, All right. I know. We're not Tesla haters. We just like to call people out that say things like that. We're skeptics. We're skeptics. And I think that's a good thing. Another good thing to be skeptical about, Les, is the buying practices. Uh, Going to the dealer, I think they're stuck somewhere in the 50s car dealers some of them some of them and the old thing of uh feeling that you have to get worked over and it's this negotiation where people go into other rooms and talk to their manager or worse throw keys up on the roof uh and uh you know do are you can i get your business today stuff and you know i think that has to go away don't you
1: well it does. Um, the only thing that really has to stay around is is the trade-in.
0: The trade-in and and service. You got to take your car mm, sure. somewhere to you know if there's a warranty issue or service or or whatever. Well, uh, Mitsubishi is rolling out Click Shop, which is a custom 24-hour digital showroom across its entire network. Customers can now browse. Current dealer inventory, build a custom deal, submit a credit application, and book an in-person or virtual appointment anytime, anywhere. Sounds like a good uh, first step, doesn't it? I like it. You know? I like it. Mitsubishi Click Click Car, they're calling it. Um, And uh, we're going to have some folks on from uh, Mitsubishi because they're doing a lot. They're really... uh, freshening up their lineup, bringing on some more vehicles. And I think this is a great way to differentiate themselves where you don't have to go in there. You don't have to sit there. You don't have to listen to the BS. You just want to buy a car, you know. And let me ask you this for you. If you were buying a car and let's just say you weren't an automotive journalist, would you pay a higher price at MSRP or slightly below if you could do away with all the BS, in other words, say, here's our price. Here's the MSRP. We'll discount it a couple of thousand dollars. That's the price. No haggle. You just you pay for it, whether you bring in a check or you do your own financing. And uh, we'll just do everything real easy and and no hijinks or arm twisting. Would you pay more for less arm twisting or do you like the arm twist?
1: Uh, no, I, I don't. Like the arm twisting, I, I, I there's something about haggling that uh, offends me. Um, I don't know why, but so no, I would I would gladly just pay the, uh, you know the discounted whatever price.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like like buying anything else.
0: Yeah, you buy something on Amazon, you see the price. If you think it's too much, you don't buy it. If you yeah. say, you know, I think that's uh, okay, and I, I, it's, it seems all right, then you buy it, you know. Uh, I, I just don't like the dance and and uh, like, hey, here comes a guy, let's work him over, you know, and uh, I just don't like that.
1: Yeah, I don't either.
0: Yeah, well, there's going to be more manufacturers switching to this way of doing business. Uh, We've told you uh, a little bit about uh, Mitsubishi. And Hyundai is taking a page from, um, from uh, uh, Tesla, and they're doing a $100 reservation for their new, new Tucson, which has uh, got people very excited. And we'll tell you about that when we come back. We'll also tell you how one Ford dealer got yelled at for doing a $10,000 over sticker charge, which I think is good. Glad to see All that and more on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Stay tuned. Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We will be right back.
1: Cruise Control.
0: And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Cruise Control. It's the show you're dialed into. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check out the YouTube page, the Les Jackson feature, his socks from the beginning of time. It's all there. (laughs) It's all there. So check us out, cruisecontrolradio.com. We were talking a little bit on the show before the break about how buying a vehicle has changed. COVID actually has, has kind of forced this a little bit. The old way used to be: you go in, you get worked over for four hours, and you come out the end of the uh, pasta machine feeling a little bit beaten up. You have a new car, and maybe not completely happy with the experience. Certainly, maybe a little exhausted, right, Les?
1: Yeah, that's what uh, people constantly complain about, um, and it's you know, it's there's no reason for it.
0: No, we're all used to buying things on Amazon. You, you pick it, you click it, you get a price. You say, okay, I'll either pay that price or I won't pay that price. Uh, and, and there's no, the whole transaction's pretty quick. Um, That's it. Well, we've told you a little bit about Mitsubishi, and we're just about to tell you about Hyundai. Hyundai has the uh, great Hyundai Tucson coming out. They've released some pricing. We'll get to that in a minute on their, on their Tucson. Um, and they are going to take a uh reservation of a hundred dollars for the vehicle uh they can reserve customers can reserve their spot and will be among the first to own the all new Tucson when it arrives at the dealership there This is also a way it's fully refundable and uh I think this is a way for uh people to basically avoid the markup at dealerships that that what do they call it the Dealer added value.
1: ADM, added dealer markup.
0: Yeah, which just means I'm going to increase the price and you pay it. So uh, I think that that's got to change. That's got to go away. I mean, uh, one of our uh, automotive journalist friends saw uh, a dealer had a Ford Mustang Mach-E on their um, showroom floor. And they just wrote on the sticker, $10,000 more. Uh, adjusted value, right, literally wrote it in with hand, on hand. Uh, he contacted the folks at Ford, and they called the dealer and said, take that off because uh, they, while they can do it, I think it's just wrong. I think it is the wrong way to go. They say, the manufacturers say, oh, these are independent businesses. They can do what they want. But, yeah, that's your product, you know. That's like – a guy walking around with your uniform on and, you know, your, your work uniform on and doing crazy things, who are they going to mm-hmm. blame? They're going to blame the company, not the guy. They're going to say, why'd you hire him? And uh, a member of the Mach-E form notices who is also one of our journalist friends. And, and the post went up. The dealer dropped it. I tell our listeners never buy stuff for over MSRP because it's not the only one. And if it's a new model, you can wait through four months. It's probably going to get better. It's probably <laughs> going to have th- uh, yep. troubles uh, worked out. And you know what? I mean, look. let's look at the CA Corvette. The second year got no charge options, uh, no charge uh, features like wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto and a number of other ones included. Because uh, they just weren't available at launch, and so what's the big deal? Wait a year and they fix like hundreds of that's items, right. and you don't have to play the game then i would I would just walk out the door i'd say i'm not interested you know find some other guy that will just you know has money to burn ten grand on top of this, man, you could buy a lot of things for ten grand couldn't you uh,
1: that's yeah uh, and it's it happens a lot,
0: yeah. Well, uh, I, I would just walk out. I almost would walk out of a dealer if I saw that on any cars on the lot, even if I mm-hmm. wasn't interested in that car, because it would make me think kind of shady, kind of uh, just opportunist.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I would too. I, I just wouldn't put up with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what is the possibility of a manufacturer going completely without dealers and just factory service centers are those all state laws wow. in the future i mean if let's say a new <sighs> manufacturer starts up a new electric manufacturer starts up or you take like rivian or any of those that are coming out that are are kind of uh, well we'll call uh, call them uh uh you know well-financed electric vehicle manufacturers um are they going to have to have dealers or could they have factory stores
1: There, most states uh due to lobbying by the dealer associations over the decades, have laws that manufacturers can't sell directly. So I don't know. Uh, I don't think they can.
0: I mean, I think back to how Saturn tried to change the buying experience. No suits, no shiny suits, no pinky mm-hmm. rings, just uh <laughs> <laughs> eye <eyes-eye> style <laughs> shirts and the price was the price, right? That they were one of the first. The price is the price. You just go in there and uh you're like, "Okay, I'll take that silver one." Uh let's uh let's write it up. I believe they used to do a cheer or something. They get around you and do a cheer, which I would be like, "That's all right. You don't have to do that." But I have a friend that bought a couple of them and he said they did that cheer at first time he bought one of the Saturns. He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> 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 that was my friend Joe. You know him. He's like, w- w- oh, yes. w- what's going What's going on here? You know. So um, I think the dealership experience has to change. I think it is changing. And no one wants to go in and feel worked over because you have the best weapon you have. It's those shoes that you're wearing. You just say, you know what? Yep. I'll, I'll go somewhere else. And that's the best thing you can do because they can't stop you even don't give them your keys to your train. <laughs> that they can't do right. if they do that call don't. the police they can't and they can't like entrap you in a room and and beat you over the head and say uh you know you've got to buy this uh you know don't let them do that at all so <laughs> um hey let's talk a little bit about volkswagen there's a lot of volkswagen news this week uh we could have almost done the whole um show on volkswagen um so Volkswagen is looking at getting into uh, building a 25000 or less than $25,000 electric vehicle. Uh, of course, Tesla has talked about this. Somehow I think Volkswagen could make it happen a little bit sooner.
1: Yep, uh, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this is totally possible once batteries start getting less expensive, more electric vehicles are built. Um, they're really, you're just downsizing the number of batteries and the size of the vehicle, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: maybe people would go with a little less range, you know, maybe, maybe it would be something analogous to the Chevy Bolts with 200 or 250 mile range. Uh, and that would be your little runaround electric car, right?
1: I think it makes tremendous sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're calling it the uh, electric city cars, expected to be sold for about twenty-three thousand seven fifty-seven, which tells you <laughs> that's a specific number. So that must mean that they're <laughs> pretty far along. I mean, you wouldn't say about uh, you know twenty-five and say here's twenty-three thousand seven fifty-seven. I don't know what sizes will be. Will it, will it be the size of a golf? Will it be the size of a uh, smaller car? Maybe a Polo. I think it might be the size of the.
1: AW that's pretty Polo. small.
0: Pretty small. I'm still upset we won't get the ID3 here, which is a Volkswagen's electric Golf, basically, that we have to get the crossover, which nothing wrong with the crossover. I, I think it looks good, but as we say, that's what people want here, and that's what uh, they're giving them. Um, in the form of the ID4, which is uh, actually going to be crossing the country, they're going to do a cross-country drive to um, a 6,000- mile trip. It was going to start today, March 13th, begins in New York City, and uh, they will go across country charging up at Electrify America locations and hotels that uh, have electric charging. I would like to know how many hotel chains have
1: electric charging yet. I think, I, well, all of the major ones. You think so? Well, everywhere around here,
0: they uh, have They have charging. Yeah. And how many chargers do they have? I mean, I think. Usually I
1: would, three or four.
0: I was going to say four. Hopefully the guy with the giant uh, pickup doesn't park in their way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so also we want to talk about this, and that's something for uh, our, our audience to send us some notes on Facebook and YouTube. Um, do you think Volkswagen saying they will continue the names of their core models on the next generation internal combustion vehicles, but after that they might go with all different names for their electric cars? Do you think a manufacturer has to change all the names of their vehicles if they go all electric? I don't think so, but what do you think? We'll talk I don't about think that so. on cruise control. Stay tuned.
1: control
0: and welcome back to cruise control radio i'm fred staub he's les jackson you're on your on air automotive magazine so stay tuned because we've got plenty more to go we're glad you're along with us and uh, don't forget to uh like us on facebook follow us on twitter you can find all those links over at cruisecontrolradio.com which brand Which brand is the most popular with women? According to IHS Market, Buick is the only Detroit automaker with the majority of female customers. It has to do with the fact that they have marketed themselves uh, featuring female-focused marketing campaign for several years. And uh, it has really paid off dividends. Uh, They favor, women favor uh, the Buick features a functionality in vehicles, as well as safety, comfort, reliability, and forwardability. Men are more drawn to uh, exterior styling technology and ruggedness. That's us. (laughs) Rugged. (laughs) That's what I I picture when we... When you look at me,
1: you say rugged.
0: (laughs) Rugged. Chiseled. Chiseled and rugged. (laughs) So how about we do an at-the-wheel review, Mr. Rugged?
1: By all means, please.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let's talk about this uh, vehicle. This vehicle is the Volkswagen Arteon. It is the 2021 Arteon 2-liter SEL R-line with uh, motion, 4-motion, which is all-wheel drive, basically. This is the halo vehicle for Volkswagen. This is the... Uh, vehicle that is going to draw people into the showrooms. At least that's how it was designed when it first came out a number of years ago. Kind of a, came out, I guess, before the whole trend of um, SUVs. But beautiful vehicle, seldom seen. Seldom seen. Uh, some of my neighbors were like, what is that? And I told them, it's an Ardeon. They're like, what is that? Uh, One of the big things about this vehicle, it is a fairly large sedan, but what will surprise you is when you tilt the big VW logo in the back, you will uh, notice that the back opens up and it is a hatchback. So very rare to see such a big vehicle, four-door sedan, being a hatch. When you agree, Les, you just don't see them.
1: You just don't.
0: No, you just don't. And it's a great
1: idea, and I have yet to see one on the road.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty rare. And there are a number of new things for the Ardeon this year, especially on the R-Line, which is really good that uh, they uh, sent me one of these to review, uh, including a new front end, which has a light bar that kind of goes across the grill, which is a nice feature. We've seen a lot of this. Uh, manufacturers lighting up these uh, grills to kind of differentiate the vehicle. Uh, It has a front end, a a, a, a new front end with greater levels of interior refinement, advanced connectivity. It has, uh, all of them come with a 268 four-cylinder turbo TSI engine, whether you get front-wheel drive or the all-wheel drive, which is branded as Volkswagen's 4Motion. Uh, Digital cockpit, uh, including the MIB, the Men in Black 3, (laughs) infotainment system, wireless app connect, enhanced voice recognition, USB-C charging. It's interesting. My wife went to charge her phone and said, I can't use this because I don't have (laughs) USB-C. So I don't know whether that's a plus or a negative. She's like, why won't this fit here? I said, because it's USB-C. And she's like, well. I don't have that. And I said, yep, so that's a problem. Um, it uh, starts at 36995 and then moves up from there. Ours was really well equipped. Uh, it comes in the SE, the SEL, the R-Line, and the SEL Premium R-Line. Uh, and it's really a mid-cycle refresh. There are uh, things like uh, translucent decor with 30 color ambient lighting Uh, options that you can set on the vehicle. Mine was in the uh, King's Red Metallic, which is a a very beautiful uh, red, very intense red. The overall impression of this vehicle is low and wide. And I said uh, it reminds me of a number of vehicles, but one of them, you're going to laugh at, Les Jackson, is the Oldsmobile Aurora remember mm-hmm. that that had that low i see that yeah i see that it uh which was one of the best looking Oldsmobiles right before they stopped building Oldsmobiles, uh and uh, let's talk of some of the numbers here on this vehicle uh as i said it has that two liter four cylinder they all get that they all get an eight speed automatic they all get uh 19 inch wheels the r lines and then uh our options—it didn't have a lot of options on it because it, it was well equipped at this level. Uh, but ours had the Kings Red Metallic uh, exterior, which adds 395. As we said, this has become fairly rare, uh, fairly regular to see a uh, upcharge for paint, uh, and we are seeing that more and more commonly on cars. Uh, and then. Uh, I believe that was it, yeah, no charge, black leather interior because you are paying for it, the eight speed, no charge uh, a destination of one thousand one hundred and ninety five dollars and brings the price to $44,985. 44, this is final assembly uh, point is in Germany, and the engine is from Hungary transmission from Japan. It's the 2021 Ardeon 2-liter SE Hell R-Line, and uh, quite the halo vehicle, I think, for, for the folks at Volkswagen. Uh, a usability factor is high here because of the uh, hatchback. Uh, I found the wheels to be very large <laughs> for the vehicle, so it sort of looked like a Hot Wheels car at times which is not terrible but i also found when you're hitting bumps in the chopped up uh, northeastern winter roads uh you know they, it would tend to pound at times boom boom you know yeah
1: well that's a problem with big wheels and low profile tires
0: yep uh i also found that the transmission seemed almost like a dsg at times it seemed like it took a little bit to get into gear uh, interior room was great There's a lot of uh, Volkswagen uh, switchgear and a a lot of commonality with other Volkswagens. Uh, One of the things it had was haptic controls for air conditioning and heating and the haptic controls on the steering wheel. So there's not necessarily a button. There's just an area you hold your finger over. For the HVAC, you had to kind of slide your finger from cool to uh, hot. It worked well. I don't have any problem with that. Some people might not like that. I remember a number of years ago, Cadillac had that, and they they did away with it and went back to uh, buttons because they thought that was uh, kind of a problem. But I didn't find a problem with that. Um, The question is, can a car be a halo model anymore, a sedan? I don't know.
1: I don't think so. I don't think think so. People just aren't interested.
0: I don't know if there's going to be a second generation of this vehicle, so if you like it, uh, I would definitely look into it. It certainly looks good as far as the, the low stance of the vehicle, the wide stance of the vehicle. Uh, that cro- The grille basically runs across the width of the car, so that really, really gives us that look. Uh, highway mileage, not bad, 31. Uh, city mileage, uh, 20. Not great, but uh, average of 24. Uh, we don't have any crash-testing government five stars on this. was not rated yet, but uh, well-equipped, uh, very—it really stands out. I don't, I don't think it's a common car, so you don't see a lot of them. So if you're looking to stand out, you might want to look at the Volkswagen Artyom. Hey, time for me to say, I'm Fred Staub.
1: Hi, I'm Les Jackson.
0: We're going to see you down the road.
1: Bye.